Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a new episode of Textually Active. If you can see it, we are reporting live from a new location. Things got a little shaky, but I'm Rez and I got Meezy here with me. Hey, I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. You know, that video in the beginning of Sierra always makes me laugh. And the fact that we had to sit here and look through it, it just kind of like threw me off a little bit. I was not expecting it. But anyway, this is your podcast about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships, relationships, and all the ships in between. We um, we here to guide you through all the stuff that's been going on and how to make it through because you know everything is just so textual and digital. Um, how you feeling, Meezy? A little shocked and a little appalled. I know. I thought niggas was done sitting in the house recording podcasts and shit. I had to turn the LEDs on because nigga ain't got good artwork in the background. I I wasn't prepared for this mentally. I had to get some type of background. These are my plants. Uh, This is my vision board. Uh, What's up? Y'all at my house. What's good? (laughs) Y'all know how we always saying we fuck with y'all now. Look, y'all in our house. See, look, now y'all know the vibes. Check it out. But we're here. We're here to give you guys another episode, uh, same as we always do, just a little virtual. We wouldn't be a podcast talking about digital shit if we didn't do shit digitally ourselves. So Facts. here we are. Um, this week, you know, since we're all at home, when everybody at home, it seems like the internet g- seems to take it to another level. And, you know, with the introduction of this new app, Clubhouse, we got another wave of information coming in. We get information in real time, you know, with Instagram, Facebook, Twitter still doing anything. We still getting a lot of information. So we decided to dedicate this episode to the timeline. Because the timeline has really been keeping us entertained at home and, um, you know, just getting some information out there. Little so, timeline talk. Let's get it. Little timeline talk. But before we get into that, first things first, happy Black History Month. If you are a big corporation and you're listening to this, make sure that you're taking care of your black employees the same way you said that you would last year when all that stuff was going on. Remember all that all that time, all them times you spent having your black employees talk about diversity and inclusion? Now is the time to get active about that diversity and inclusion, all the stuff that they said. Now, I seen one of my friends, don't get jealous, y'all, if y'all listening. One of my friends said that her job is giving her four-day work week all Black History Month. So I need you guys to look at yourself and say, self, what am I doing for Black people this month? So if you're listening to this and you haven't done anything for a Black person, this is your time. Pull your cash app out. Pull your checkbook out. Uh, retweet, retweet, reshare. Buy something. You know, go shopping. Take a Black person out to eat. I, I'm confused because most of my friends are Black. And so I don't think they're gonna do that. This ain't for you. This ain't for you. This ain't for you. This is this is our time. All this right. is our time to get it. We we try and get it back. Got you. you. Know? you know, this is our time. We sitting back. Got you. Us, okay? I got you. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump into what's going on on the timeline. I guess we can call this timeline, 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 report, 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 report. What so, trees talking about? The streets. And this, I feel like the streets have been talking about this for a minute, but it just seems to keep getting louder and louder and louder as we get closer to this. Um, last year, we heard that Certified Lover Boy was supposed to drop. This year, we have somebody talking about how the Certified Lover Boy ain't got it no more and how he needs support from another rapper in order to get his name out there. Like the boy ain't have multiple number one hits. <laughs> This is where so, we're gonna start at. This is where we're gonna start. Who other than the boy to tell us what's going on in the streets with the certified lover boy? I mean, let's because I know you know. Let's just keep it a book. All right. Listen, the boy is playing a different game now. Drake is putting that album out. He's playing a whole different game. He is basically uh signed to himself. So he just show up at uh Universal with the music. But now because of that. The bag is different. The presentation got to be different. 
I know he said January, but obviously, as we know, today is the second day of February. That ain't happened. Show ain't. So, over the weekend, I did see a picture of the gang back together. They all in the studio. Boy Wonder was there. Uh, Noel, who engineers, was there. They are in the studio. They are finishing cooking up. I know the rumors of the... Uh, the leak came out and niggas was like, oh, this might not be the one. No, no, those are old records. So don't <laughs> like, like, let's not. But Charlemagne backtracked from saying that he needed a little baby feature more than little baby needed a Drake feature. He said he was hating. He said he was upset. Aww, he went on Instagram. Okay, he went Charlotte. on Instagram and said he was hating just a little bit. So that therapy really do be working. That's the one thing I love about <laughs> See what that. I'm saying? You know, accountability. They be counting my boy out. They be counting the six guy out. But as uh, Young Blue would say, hey, I got that Drake feature. It didn't pop right away. But right now, that song is in the top 40 right now. <laughs> and it's moving up thanks to mm-hmm. that Drake feature. Because Drake it's was the Drake stimulus. It's See what I'm saying? It take a time. It take a time. You might not get it right now because he not scorching hot. But when he drop, it's going to be all right. Just give my boy time. Certified lover boy going to hit these streets and we going to be in there crying or trying to text an ex or trying to damn see if the ex still love us. Just give my boy some time. We got time. Let him, let him cook. It's literally the visuals for me. I love the way that he dropped that trailer for his album coming out and it featured all of his previous albums. I love the way that was put together. I think a lot of people are having a hard time trying to wrap their head around somebody being successful for so long, especially in this generation where everybody has such a short time, like time span. They don't pay attention to stuff for a long time. So it's hard for us to wrap our head around Drake being hot since, what, 2008? To probably even before then, um, but it's hard. It's hard for us to really wrap our head around that. And then before he was doing Degrassi, so it's like you. We people, never seen no shit like this. We have never really, seen this. They try to find anything to say. Oh no, it's not like that. Or he not really like that. He did this. He did this. And really, it's no making excuses for somebody's success. Can you, unless you can do it and you could duplicate everything that he did, you really can't talk too much about what Drake has going on. Not so, even that. It's more so of no matter what it is he do, it's either going to be positive or negative. Everybody upset. Everybody was waiting on the album to come out. January came. It didn't come out. Oh, man, when it's coming out, it's coming out. Then, oh, I got a fake leak. The whole internet was like, oh, I got a leak. Let me go find it. I need to hear this leak. That's not the real album. Then he's like, yo, I tore my ACL. I'm trying to recover from that. And everybody's like, oh, man, this nigga, tra- he trash. Who You could do an album from the thing. Like, even 40 said they have been, they've created some new technology that they can record from. Drake can be at home. 40 can be in the studio. And they can do it together. And there's no lag, no nothing. So like they they've created some new technology to be able to do that. So they like, well, if you can record from the house, you should have been finished. Like, bro, go ask your other favorite rappers where they at and why they not putting out music. <laughs> Niggas ain't seen Kendrick in about four years. Go find him. Niggas ain't seen Cole except for them trash ass shoes that came out last week. We ain't seen them. Like, yeah, go ask your favorite rappers. Too. Yeah, ask your favorite rappers where they at. Go get them. Go ask them. The boy's been here constant and consistent for the last 10 years. Stop talking to him. Well, around the Drake conversation comes the comparisons because, you know, they always have to compare people who are doing it great now to people who have done it great in the past. So I've seen something going around hit for hit MJ versus Drake. <laughs> I want to know your take on that because, you know, you're the music guy. All right, what? So, my first question when I originally seen that was who's in the audience? It, it makes a difference. Who are, because, we, who are we entertaining? Yeah, because I see, I've seen multiple TikToks as a nigga that's not on TikTok. I've seen multiple TikToks where the kids that were born in the 2000s don't know classic hits from the 90s. And when they do the little, you split the screen in half and you got to pick a side, which do you know, do you know which ones? A lot of them kids be confused on some of the, standing there, strong face, 
with some of the songs that we grew up on and we love to this day. To this day. And them niggas is confused. So they have that. They have that uh, smooth jams on the way home. You know what I'm saying? You remember when you used to be in that car? It used to be dark outside. That man come on with that voice. You're now tuned in to W. That quiet storm. Yeah, that quiet storm. Yep. And they come in there whispering. They don't know about that. Now we had nights like that because our parents was working. Okay, parents had to go to go to work, pick us up from aftercare, and take us home. And that's what we had to listen to. So it's hard for me to expect people born in 2000 to know a lot of Michael Jackson songs because Michael Jackson died in like 2009. They I like really can't believe people <laughs> who were born in 2001 or 21. Exactly. Turned so 21 like, this year. Like Michael Jackson was he died at 9. Like and we all see that the kids don't like to do a lot of research. Kids don't know what uh what a modem is. Kids don't know what a desktop computer is. Like they don't know nothing about none of this shit. So I doubt they know Michael Jackson used to have hits for hits. We sat at my house on Thanksgiving and watched um Michael Jackson video um DVD. That this now, nigga that, was that tells you what hit. it is. For hit, for hit, he wasn't stopping. So I don't, I don't really agree with those comparisons. I think it's kind of like it's just a way for somebody to try to discredit what somebody else has done, and it's right. not really realistic because it's two different time periods. Like Drake has the internet. MJ, he really wasn't able to get a hold of the inter- internet the way Drake because has. Let's be honest, and Michael Jackson, versa, Michael Jackson had niggas pay, passing out, fading. In real life. Selling like, out CDs. People had to go to the store and buy these things. Like, like, we didn't you get had that. to actually get people to move. We and, see Drake on the internet all the time. He right. and somebody comments doing something. Yeah. So it's two different things. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to hear what he has. I love Drake. I enjoy Drake's music. I, um, I do think that he is a toxic man, but he has kept it under the wraps for for years now but it's starting to come out you know um, so keeping in the same vein with drake and music and the internet uh Lil dirt came out with a new video and i seen clips and they look kind of familiar they look like mm. something i've seen in the past uh do you have any information about the Lil dirt video shout out shout out big dirt shout out dirkio uh, Dirt just put out a new deluxe of his project, The Voice, that came out. And uh, one of the songs on there is entitled Kanye Crazy, where he is. The song is about him explaining how this music business is taking him and making him, quote unquote, Kanye crazy. And Dirk did a whole bunch of visuals where he fucking just remade old Kanye West either videos or moments. So he's got some clips in there from Runaway. He got clips in there from when he walked on stage with Taylor Swift. He got uh, the song he did with uh, Lil Pump, the uh, Such a Fucking Oh, I Love It. That song, he did that. So he remade a bunch of Kanye moments and they look damn near exact. Until you realize that it's little Dirk and he still got his dreads. Like he it's a it's amazing. It looks exactly the so same. It's this? fire. This is uh what they put on Billboard for him dressing up like Kanye. If you're watching on YouTube, which you should be watching on YouTube. Um, so yeah, he does look just like Kanye. <laughs> Until you see he got dreads. That's the only difference. It's a bunch yeah. of great it's a great video. Like when I saw this, I watched the video in full. I was like, nah, this dirt dirt going crazy with the visuals. He is the voice. Like he's the next guy. Him, right. little baby. It's a group of guys that if you know the Drakes and the Kendricks do decide, hey, I might be giving it a break. There's a couple guys that can that can take them reins and be we good. We good with their music from here on out. Yeah, shout out to Billboard for putting that visual up for us to reference. But yeah, I I enjoy Dirk. I think that he's another person who got a Drake. He got a, a Drake package last year, came in, came in hot. That song has been number one for a minute. Um, and even before that, Dirk been putting out music that we relate to. He got that that sound that a lot of us enjoy. Because you know? we out. know new art pack in the air. This gas or what? 
He'll still be alive, <laughs> He'll be alive right, right now. now if you niggas ain't gas him up, okay? Um, so shout out to Dirk. So would you say that he was paying homage to Kanye instead of being disrespectful? It's kind of like him understanding where Kanye was coming from when he had these moments, like the Taylor Swift moment and all of those things? Yeah, I would say that because I think it's one of those things where uh, it's like we from Chicago. I understand what the streets was like in Chicago. I understand what Kanye like probably saw. Like Dirk is a kid that was out here shooting shit, doing all of this. One of the lines on that like that song or that album is, "I learned to finger fuck a gun before I ever finger fuck the girl." <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Oh my <laughs> so like he he was out here in these streets. So being from Chicago, you grow up a certain way, and he understand Kanye. And because of this clip, this scene. Uh, we need to we need to start giving Kanye more respect because we he went this was that's vilified him a lot and all he was doing was protecting a black woman. Right, we don't ever talk about that. Right now we're looking at wrap up has a picture of Dirk pretending to be Kanye during the Taylor Swift moment and Meezy has a point. I mean, during this moment, he was protecting Beyonce because he felt like Beyonce should have won that award. And I mean, yeah, (laughs) they've been fucking playing in our face for a minute now. This ain't something that just started happening. Like these industries and these people who are holding these awards and these Grammys and stuff have been playing in our face. And Kanye stood up and he said, you know what? (laughs) About sick of y'all shit. Beyonce should have won this and y'all knew it. And everybody thought that he was being crazy in that moment. But when you look back at it, it's like, nah, like we've been saying this. So, I mean, Kanye does say some off the wall shit and a lot of people not fucking with him. Um, I personally, he's on my uh, radar. My blinders are up. I'm not really paying much attention to him, but (laughs) I get where he was coming from. I mean, with Kanye, we all know that you got to take the good with the bad. So shout out to Dirk for bringing that to our attention, showing us, you know, as as crazy as he is, he's still a genius. And we got to either fuck with him or we at least got to just acknowledge his presence. So shout out but, to Dirk. Shout out to Kanye. Shout out to him. I think we can all agree that celebrities experience a different type of world we say this all the time they're in a different tax bracket they make more money they live in the clouds they experience life in a completely different way something that we probably won't ever get a chance to understand unless we get money when with money comes like a certain responsibility and i feel like a lot of people put money and role model in the same sentence just because you got a lot of money doesn't mean that you're somebody that you know, people should look up to. And I think that's something that we've seen uh, recently this weekend, especially on the timeline with the T.I. and Tiny situation. Everybody um, is taking it so personal. Like, I don't understand how people could do this. Uh, they're rich. Why would they have to do this? And that that's not the same thing. So allegedly, T.I. and Tiny have been wrapped up in this claim that they have been sexually assaulting women, very abusive towards women. They have this very strange, and I don't want to say strange because I don't want to kink shame, but they enjoy having threesomes with women, allegedly, and feeding them drugs and just being nasty with them sexually or doing their thing, getting anything off. So um, their previous, somebody who used to be close with them, Sabrina, her Instagram page is uh, the Glam University. Um, This past weekend, she went online, she took to Instagram, and she said that T.I. allegedly put a gun to her head, and he has a history of being very abusive and protect black women, that whole spiel. And with her doing this, women were in her DM saying, oh, my gosh, I have this story about T.I. and Tiny. And that led to a string of like 30 women coming forward, sharing their story about um, what happened with T.I. and Tiny, and it turned into this whole conversation about surviving T.I. and Tiny. A lot of clubhouse rooms were made, and it just got me thinking, like, these people, like, people can do, you You really have to be careful who you're idolizing, and it's not saying that they're guilty, and it's not saying that they're innocent, it's alleged, but people are capable of doing anything and we don't know what that lifestyle is like because we haven't experienced it. So you really have to be aware that, you know, some people can 
be who they want to be on this internet. People can be who they want to be on these apps. And you have to be able to tell the difference. Like, what y'all, what y'all get into behind closed doors is not what you show on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. First thing I want to say is you niggas been lying because y'all be getting on internet clowning the way Tiny look for years. Whole time y'all been out there fucking Tiny. Y'all been out here trying, trying in their in their bed in their presence. I don't care if y'all had if they was drugging y'all up. Y'all was still in their presence and y'all was fucking Tiny and y'all make fun of that and I don't appreciate it. It brought out a lot of like. During these situations, sometimes it's best for some of y'all to just sit down, <laughs> eat your food, and shut the fuck up. Because a lot of y'all was showing your rapists in your head. You, it was a, uh, it just, it makes me so angry because you say yes, these women were paid. Yes, they got drugs. So whatever happens, happens. No, nigga. If anywhere during the act, I have a thought that I do not want to do this anymore. You could have paid me. You could have fed me. We could have had a good time. I could have said yes when you pulled your pants down. If in the middle of sex, I decide that I do not want to do this anymore, and you keep doing it, it is now rape. I don't care what happened before. Um, and a lot of people were on the internet saying, "Well, they got paid." Uh, it doesn't matter if they were drugged. Do you not realize that if I have drugs, I cannot give you consent? Like I'm not in the right headspace to say yes or no. So like, you have to you have to know that going into this that this is so a possibility. I think, I think we got a bigger problem on hand. I think this mm-hmm. is a, a a clout a clout chase situation where these people go into these situations thinking, you know. This is how I get a leg up on society. This is how I get a leg up on people. If I, you know, get into the mix, I can network, you know. Who knows who are at these kind of parties? Because, you know, uh, your boy was in some shit this week, too. Chris Tucker. They they found some pictures of Chris Tucker being next to some of the... Uh, the Epstein girls that was on that island with Epstein and you know what I'm saying? So they tried to hide Chris Tucker's shit. So people be thinking that this is like a, a network opportunity. Like T I here, who knows who else going to be at this party. I can find somebody and I can come up. And I think that's really what the issue be like. We got, I know it's hard for us out here to make money, do shit. <laughs> like it's hard, but like in certain situations you probably should be putting yourself in because like this is what the result is like is these girls who have been victims of crimes and certain things and now you gotta now make a he said she said out of your case and figure it out and from what i've seen in in ti's in ti's life ti to beat a lot of cases (laughs) ti to sit down one time and uh got to come home so um that's another thing, you know, um, just being around these people and stuff like that. You have to know who you're around. You have to be able to protect yourself. But people also have to be good people. Like you just yes. you, you got to stop being so nasty to people. And you, you know, you also have to be aware of what's going on. So um, it's a different world out there. And another thing about this story is that. Some after everything happened, T.I. took to his Instagram and he had to say what he had to say because he's not just going to go out like letting anybody say anything about him and his family. He has to protect his black woman and his household. So he took to the Internet um, and said, you know, there are some women somebody told me or somebody went on Sabrina's the Glam University Instagram shared a story and then went back to her own personal page and said girl I just went up there and said that because I wanted clout I wanted people to follow me so that's another piece to it too like yeah you know you have women out here who may have actually experienced this we don't know we have to get the the full story and have this investigated to understand if it was true or not but then you have women like this going into the dm that makes everything that everybody said look phony because now you just went up there to get a piece of clout so it's like this one of them situations like megatory where you got to sit back like hey e hit the button i know you bet this one hit the button hit that touch alarm because you already know i believe it because i do remember a story from around the early 2000s where ti and tiny got pulled over and they got arrested and 
Tiny took the charge because they had a bunch of drugs on <gasps> them. I remember this story with my oh. own mentor. So they said they was drugging girls. T- Tiny had a bunch of controlled stuff since she took the charge. I believe it. I believe it. So I'm going to go out on the limb and say it. I believe it. I, I'm going to say my opinion, too. I believe women. Like, I believe women in these situations because it's it's not even a because. I just believe women. Like, what do you have to gain from coming out as a victim? It's no glamorous story behind being a victim. All you have to do is scroll through your timeline. Look at those comments. Look at the comments underneath of Hollywood Unlocked. And what they were saying about like after T.I. posted his video, the things that people were saying in those comments, you don't get any type of fame from being a victim. People will literally try to drag you down. I know people who have been sexually assaulted who just don't come out and say anything because of that. Like Mm. you don't gain anything from doing it. So I believe people when they come out and say that this has happened to them. And I don't think it's far fetched for a celebrity to drug and take advantage of women to do what they want to do. Um, and I know some people will say, well, there are, there are a lot of women who will come out and just let you do whatever you want for the right price. No, like, yeah. And there are women who won't. So the fact that you have to drug women to do the things that you want to do, it says a lot about the type of person that you are. So, I mean, T I do got a little verse on I'm a flirt with your boy. He do. We ain't forget about that. So we ain't, I'm gonna keep my we ain't eye. forget about that. I'm going to keep my eye on that story. I, I will say that I am on the side because T.I. just has a history of being a nasty, nasty man. And his views on women are very nasty and I don't like it. So I I ain't wanted a, the T.I. train, but wanted to report the story as as we have with the facts. Um, I believe the women. <laughs> Right. Hey, it's hey. Don't listen to us. We not we not jewelry. We not judges. We not nothing. You can decide on your own how you want to take what we gave you. Do your own research on it and make your own decision. Hey, if you still want to play uh escape or waterfalls or Ti versus Tip, hey, that's at your own discretion. Do what that's you want. You. Yeah, that's on you. But I know something something else dropped. Uh, speaking of somebody telling everybody else business. Uh. The queen, <laughs> from as far as I can remember it, has dropped. She's finally stepped away from telling everybody else's mo- uh, business. And she's coming out and she's telling hers. So, um you tell you, Saturday, I was tuned in. Had, I had that TV on at 8.03. I was tuned in. <laughs> tuned in. I had to see the vibes. Yeah, so the Wendy Williams, Wendy Williams, the movie dropped from Lifetime on Saturday. And I heard a lot of y'all niggas on the internet talking all that shit about Lifetime. Here y'all go. Oh, they ain't do a good job with TLC. They do a good job with Aaliyah movie. Listen here. Listen here. We got to start somewhere. And y'all going to stop tearing down. I, I know. I know, Beezy. I know. Y'all going to stop tearing down these movies because we at least want to see a piece of it. Okay. <laughs> but, but, they did a, watch it. but they did a bad job. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's not negate. Two things can be true at one time. They did a bad job with these movies. But this, this Wendy Williams movie, uh, at first, from this picture, as you can see, she don't look as much like Wendy as you would think. But when you start getting into it, there she she mastered all of Wendy's mannerism. I think her uh I forget her name, uh something Peyton. I'm sorry, I'm blanking on her name. But she looked like Wendy in a lot of this. She got a lot of her mannerisms down like Wendy did. Like it was a good movie, but the real tea came from the documentary that came after. Oh yeah! Oh, her name is Sierra Payton, starring Sierra, Sierra Payton. Payton. Shout out Sierra Payton. She did she, a really good job. Yeah, she did have her mannerisms down, and I think she did a good job. I mean, it's hard to find somebody who looks exactly like the exactly. character, right? But um, she she did a good job, I think. Uh, this movie though, and that's what I wanted to say. It's about picking up the information that they're trying to give you in the movie because we know right. that. Time movies aren't going to be exactly what we want to see. It's not going to be like the Temptations movie that we we love and adore. Man, you remember we spent like nine hours watching Michael Jackson and his family. 
Yeah. For a long time, I didn't realize that uh the nigga from uh <laughs> the nigga from Smart Guy was Michael what Michael Jackson like I Jason exactly. Weaver Jason Weaver has been a lot of things in his life, but one thing he is is Michael Jackson. I just, That's yeah. because we get we got so attached to those things, <laughs> and now we expect every documentary that we see to hey, look hey nigga on, hey Bobby Brown on Power going crazy Yo, on Power. No, and I just seen a movie today. Um, it's called Cutthroat City on Netflix, and Tupac was in there along with the guy from the breakdown. Yo, once y'all play these characters, you you forever Tupac now. Forever these and Bobby Brown was going crazy. Hey, but anyway, um, yeah. So these documentaries, there we got a pull from the information that we're seeing in these movies, and she shared a lot. Um, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it, but there is a video clip going around on the internet talking about how she did it to um her boy who's also in power. Oh wait, you're muted. Did I mute you? You gotta unmute yourself, Musi. Yeah, so our, she was on the internet going around. I guess it was a video clip. No, I didn't. So, yeah, she was on a video clip that's going around. I think she was at an interview or something. And she was talking about a night where she was at a party, having a good time. I'm sure there was a lot of cocaine there because there was a lot of cocaine in this documentary. And she ran into Method Man. They exchanged words. Next thing you know, they holding hands, walking out the party. And it ended in a hot tub at the penthouse. And I ain't gonna cap you. I ain't gonna cap you. I'd have fucked Wendy Williams in the 90s. Yeah. Big, big fan. She was fine. Like, she wasn't like... Bad, baddie, baddie. But when you, Wendy Williams in the nineties was fine. She was the hottest radio personality in the world, like in the country for hip hop radio in the nineties. I don't fuck. I don't. I don't knock Wendy Williams down in the nineties. Wendy Williams in the nineties. Yeah, she was. She was doing her thing. She was really doing. She her was thing during that time. And I don't know why they were shaming Method for that though. Like. I mean, I get that Method Man probably was the hottest rapper in the world at the time. Like Mary, that song with him and Mary. Look, look at Wendy. Look at that first picture. That first picture. You see her and you a little tipsy. You like she ain't that bad. Them them pigtails. I'm gonna go home and knock that down. She's not ugly. Like I already did that in the nineties. Like it might have been. He probably had better bitches that was trying to fuck him in the nineties. After you know, uh, him and Mary won that Grammy. But I'd have did. I'd have did Wendy. I don't care what niggas say. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, on the low, on the low. If you're being honest, Wendy now. All right. All right. I relax, but I, I just like. And she was getting money. That's the thing. And she wasn't stingy with it from what we learned in that documentary. She looked like Brat. She actually looked like Khalees in the 90s. That looked like Khalees. And she looks like a there. good time. She looked yeah. like somebody that you would get with at the party and have a great time. She probably a freak too. She'll probably let you she let you do whatever. So shit, I would She can't tell your business. She can't tell it because she gonna tell her old bitches on the internet. Oh, she like, on the radio. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like now that this documentary is out, all all of it is out there. She don't got no shame. She might we might find that she's coming out and talking a little bit more about those times and what happened. Yeah, um, I was sad I didn't know she had got raped as me a, either as an early teen and do uh, the internet do it did its due diligence and we found out who the guy that raped her was like pretty early like once they showed it twitter went crazy and i figured it out who it was but like she did that she had i didn't know she had so many miscarriages and failed pregnancies like wendy was selling her soul and it's crazy that uh she's so pretty she's pretty like you catch that on a drug night, you knocking it down, regardless. Right. She's so pretty. She was tall. Well, she is tall. She, Yeah, she's beautiful. 
Okay, yeah. Niggas be out here wilding. They just know the Wendy of the late 2000s and think, oh, she's got this deep voice. She unproportioned and stuff. Like, no, Wendy fine. Wendy is an amazing, she's an icon. She's iconic. 30 years. 30 years. Iconic. Let's keep it buck. Iconic. People had the nerve to say um, in this uh, clubhouse room that I was in that they don't understand who's still watching her show and all this stuff. Nigga, your mom. Let's your keep mom it a book. Like, let's show. keep it a book. Without mother. Wendy, without Wendy, Wendy was there before your shade rooms, before your TMZs, before your Hollywood unlocks. The niggas that do the exact same thing Wendy do now on the internet, Wendy was doing that in the 90s on the radio, where if you didn't live in the tri-state area around New York, you didn't know, or the tri-state area around Philly, you didn't know. She okay. was the one that was putting this tea out to the world, and we need to salute her. I was happy at the end of the movie that she had got her Walk of Fame star on the Walk of Fame because she deserved it. She's a legend. She opened the doors for a lot of these black uh, radio women who are on the radio that do the gossip segment. Y'all know y'all love Breakfast Club and Angela Yee. Without without Wendy Williams, there wouldn't be no Charlemagne or Angela Yee. So really? let's 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 give let's give Wendy her pops, and she's an icon. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay, I couldn't have said it better. But um, if you haven't already, make sure you guys go watch that. Check it out. Let us know what you think. I thought, that, it was and I know we ain't talking about this, but Salt and Pepper Doc. Salt and Pepper had a good doc on Lifetime. Lifetime did a really good job with the Salt and Pepper doc too. The last, the week before this, and they did a pretty good job. That doc was interesting. It showed both the good side and the bad side of TLC. So shout out to Lifetime. They at least giving us these black stories because somebody, a couple of them networks that we really probably supposed to be fucking with, ain't doing it. And Lifetime is giving us a place so these stories could be heard because ain't too many people telling the story of Salt and Pepper or Wendy Williams. So let's let's shout out to them. I think Wendy got a hand in that. So y'all need to fuck with Wendy and get y'all dot made. So shout out to them. And shout out to her for her newfound uh, confidence and leaving that nigga, break up with him and all of the above. We love to see it. Uh, another another female icon is out here giving us teasers to a new drop. Um, she also called in some help from a young man by the name of Guap with this drop, and I can't afford this, but I love to see it. So Gucci Mane and Beyonce and Ivy Park have paired up and they are dropping a new winter line that looks so good it's so white and she got the iciest of them all young Gucci Mane LaFlair hey bro look at the, just click on that Instagram page and just look at how Rip the page like, look, at how this page, look how this page is just styling on you telling you calling you broke to your face now this like, is how you do a drop you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't afford none of this. I we didn't even this. know what was about to come. It just said coming now. What's you know coming? What like, look at this. Like, what's, what's coming? And then you see Gucci? Gucci in the drop? Beyonce and Gucci? Beyonce thinks she's slick. Cause I hope this comes with a song. I she hope thinks this comes she, with a song. She thought she was slick because the only lemonade we really acknowledged was Gucci. So she oh. was like, you know what? They we gonna about do to the put, remix. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see the vision. Like, come on, bro. Like, what are we like? I ain't got no money no more. Nigga, I'm supposed to go to Puerto Rico next week. My car broke down right after this. Like, I gotta pay for that after I come back from Puerto Rico. Like, what am I supposed to do? How I can't afford it, but I enjoy looking at it. And Look I at enjoy that laughing at everybody who can't get it either because it's so popular and it's so sold out. But I, Look I at love this. in a wine glass. That's a wine glass. I, I see the time. It's a wine glass. It's just, this is great. Thank you, Beyonce. I'm Thank jealous. There's really jealous. not much joy out here these days, but you sure do find a way to give find us something. A- Ain't nobody, back to the Drake point from original, ain't nobody asking her for no music, but she giving us this is right. enough. Like, 
Niggas is asking Rihanna. Well, we kind of stopped asking Rihanna. Nah, she started cussing her ass out when we asked her. We stopped. We stopped asking Rihanna. But you know what I'm saying. Shout out to Beyonce. Shout out to Adidas. Uh, homie hit me the other day and said, "Hey, Beyonce trying her best to to get that Ivy part to be as big as that Yeezy line." But I ain't gonna say too much about that. She doing what she can. She doing what she can. I mean, okay, so we have a few more topics that I want to touch on. I guess the next one is going to be that challenge that is going around. And you know it. You know it. Lay your head on my shoulder. Let me see if I can get the lights perfect for this. Hold on. Let me see if I can get the lights. I need it. Oh, let's get the lights perfect. Lay your head on my shoulder. Yes, get it. So the silhouette challenge is out here. It's out here. We doing that thing, boy. The girls are the girls and the guys. Hey, um, relax. I, I I don't know what you're talking about. I've only seen the girls. Okay, there are guys out here. Uh, one of which was on our podcast. And um, wait a minute. Hold. Where, Wait a minute. There's been a guy that's been on our podcast doing a silhouette challenge? Yeah. Uh, my cousin did one. Hmm. It's actually going viral on Twitter. Oh, well. <laughs> so the silhouette challenge, it, it came, it happened, it's still happening. Some of you girls are really doing a great job pulling it off. And um, there have been a lot of funny memes going behind it. So uh, <laughs> what the silhouette challenge is, is um, there's this really dope song. And I want to find the original song to that because I think the song is fire um, the way it breaks down. But anywho, so the silhouette challenge is That's a good one. that is I, I really like this one. <laughs> So the silhouette challenge is it's a song and it's kind of like a play similar to the busted challenge where you're chilling at home and then you just get real sexy out of nowhere. So the girls would be chilling in a doorway, maybe in a robe, whatever. And then the beat will flip and then they just start giving it up in that doorway. And it has been a thrill. I really like all the different body types that I'm seeing. I love the girls. I love how sexy they're getting. Um, but I still think the Busset Challenge is just a little better. What do you think? I'm going. All right. So let's keep it a book. Uh, uh, hit the button. You already know the vibes. <clears throat> all you women that are still wearing clothes once you put on this Snapchat filter are capped. What you the filter on there, and we trying to see what you got going. So if the titties ain't hanging, hanging, we know you still got them clothes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we can see it. We can see it. We I know the internet was finding a way to take take the pictures and download the videos and take the filters off of it. But for some of us who don't feel like doing all that work, we can just still see that you got an underwire bra on and we don't need to see all that. We trying to see <laughs> the goods because a lot of y'all ain't got OnlyFans that will pay for. So we trying to see what's up. And if you ain't doing that, it's cap. And shout out to uh and <laughs> oh, you're gonna hit it again. And uh <laughs> we're not shouting out the girlfriends who know this song by heart because every time we watch these videos, y'all got y'all smack your teeth or got something to say. Listen, I'm just scrolling my timeline. This popped up. I'm trying to see. <laughs> I think it's a good way to see how how nasty y'all are. And I also hey. have to say, if you're a girl who has only fans or is into some type of sex work and you're not participating in these challenges, you're missing out on a great marketing opportunity. Because this is a great, a great way to filter people to your only fans. It's Facts. way better than saying hit the link in my bio with a picture of you doing something nasty. Because my number one move, my number one move is to go to your Twitter page and go to your media. And right. if you got an OnlyFans in there, I'm looking to see what the media like before I even want to go over there and click uh, subscribe. Don't give away the sauce. Don't give away the no, sauce because no. they show a lot more on Twitter than they do on Instagram. Let me tell so you, tip. hey, if 
It is one person in the world that get that OnlyFans. I'm putting subscribe on it, and she been showing us that she want to real bad. Hey, I know this. Hey, I know this. Her, once her sister went to go do that that little little mermaid movie. Somebody else had other plans. Every day she shows us which one of the sisters don't have the Disney contract. <laughs> Let me tell you, hey Chloe from Chloe and Haley, you just go and put that link in your bio, sis. Go ahead. I thought you were going to say, um, I thought you were going to say Jordan Woods, but that's funny. Hey, Hey, Jordan, I know, I know Carl Anthony Towns ain't having a good time. I know he, he went through a lot of trauma last year. He been through a lot of trauma this year, but Jordan Woods, go and put that link in your bio, sis. Right. Go ahead. All right. So, I mean, I feel like that's that's pretty much everything that I wanted to touch on as far as uh, what's going on on the timeline, the trending topics. These were these were pretty hot things. These were things that hey. really got us caught up. I, it's a it's a lot. It's a, some other shit that's happening though. We we ain't got time to catch up on it on all of it. I know it's a couple of you niggas out here making a lot of money. Y'all ain't hit nobody or say something about it or whatever. But hey, we're gonna talk about uh, you. Want to? Oh. I got a minute. I could tell y'all what's going on. I mean, these I don't. I don't, I don't spend. A, I just spent a couple dollars on Nokia. From what I heard, that's about to be next because well, this Tuesday, so you might have missed out. But I heard <laughs> Nokia was next, and I spent a couple dollars on Nokia. So all right so Meezy with the insider what's going on who's been hey, making uh, money and not telling us about it uh somehow these niggas done found a way to make GameStop and amc pop and these niggas say once we get our money and we go up we buying teslas <laughs> it's teslas for the streets after we get this money and i'm like bro i have no idea about stocks i don't know nothing about stock market i don't know nothing about investing and these niggas said they all the the poor is about to get rich and the rich found a way to say, I ain't no nigga. Y'all niggas better chill. Alright, so I've seen this explanation about what happened on the TL uh, when everything was going down on Friday, Thursday. Um, and this guy did a really great job at explaining what happened, so I'm going to explain it to you guys in that fashion. That way we kind of get a hold of what's going on. And it says, I know at least one of my followers doesn't quite understand what's happening in the stock market right now, and that's enough to motivate me to explain it. Because this is somewhat of turning into world history. First, you need to understand what a short what a short is in trading. A short is when you borrow a stock from a broker and sell it immediately at its current price. Then you hope the stock's price falls such so that you can buy the stock back at a lower price and return the shares you borrowed to your broker, but keeping the difference. So then it goes on to give you an example. Example, let's say you want to short XYZ, which has a current price of $10. I borrow one share and sell it immediately at $10. I now have $10 and I owe my broker the one share I borrowed. Then let's say the price of XYZ drops to $7. Now I decide to cover or buy it back my short position and buy one share at $7 and return the one borrowed share to my broker. I made $10 when I sold and um, only had to pay $7 to buy it back lower. So my profit is now a $3 difference. So basically that's what the short trading is. But now let's say that instead of the XYZ price dropping $7, it goes up to 15 I still need to return the one borrowed share to my broker, except now it's going to cost me a lot more to buy it back. If I buy it back at 15 so I can return the borrowed share, my losses will be a $5 difference between selling $10 and rebuying at 15. Since the price can rise indefinitely, my potential losses as a short seller are unlimited. At some point, I have to buy it back and return the shares I borrowed. The more the price rises, the bigger my losses. Now, this is where GameStop comes into play. Now, for GameStop, a few weeks ago, a Redditor on our Wall Street bets noticed that a hedge fund had taken a massive amount of short trades against GameStop. They convinced everyone on the thread to join forces and buy as much GameStop stock as GameStop stock as possible. This made the price. 
Yeah, that's a lot. This made the price rise and the hedge funds short position started to lose billions because everybody was buying it and they were raising it, making it higher. Their losses even surpassed the 13.1 billion that the hedge fund was worth. Eventually, the hedge fund had to close their had to close their short positions and buy all the GameStop stock back at much. Um, and it was a higher price. This is called a short squeeze. Now the hedge fund is declaring bankruptcy and the Reddit thread is combining through other hedge funds with massive short exposure so that they can short squeeze them into bankruptcy as well. So long story short. Mm hmm. Some niggas found a way to get some money. <laughs> Somebody sat found that these niggas was getting money and said, hold <laughs> oh, no. on. <laughs> Not so fast. <laughs> Not so fast. Wait a minute, nigga. <laughs> Wait a minute, fam. You not finna you not finna get all of this money without us playing a part in it. And that's pretty much what the memes say. The Lakers got Chris Paul, but the NBA was like, hold on, no, you know. <laughs> so it's it's some wild shit. So listen, I'll I like I'm gonna be the first to say I don't know shit about it. Red throw her hands up, Rez might not know nothing about it. E somewhere in the back, he might know. Maybe you can hit him, we're not sure. But find somebody that you trust. Somebody you trust, it don't matter if you know them personally or you trust them on the internet. Uh Great podcast out you might want to go listen to called Earn Your Leisure. Them guys over there, Earn Your Leisures, I shot them out because they gave me some good tools. Maybe you want to learn more about this shit. Go do it. Stop being scared. Put your money into something, and maybe you can get some money. Hey, but only put the money that you're you okay with losing because if you lose your money, don't blame and say Meezy told you to do it. No, just use the money you can afford to lose. Put that in there. And niggas just trying to get rich without having to do the clout, the clout chasing shit. So let's let's do this, black people. This, this is one of the times. Yeah, you ain't gonna get rich off your nine to five. You gotta do a little bit more than that. Let's do your a nine bit more. to five is not set up for you to be a millionaire. So if you want to be a millionaire, you're gonna have to take a few different types of risks. Um, I mean, looking at my portfolio, I'm up three dollars today. You know, right? That's, <laughs> that's only the beginning. You are, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying, up three dollars. Good ball at three dollars to what? <laughs> I'm saying, I ain't putting nothing in but a hundred. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I put about $90 in. I'm up $3. Let's, yeah, hey, it's a long game, not the short game. Let's get it. You got to be able to plant the seed water and watch it grow now, kid. Just come right back to it now. Start buying them girls instead of cash apping them, buy them stocks and send it to them. That's Ooh. right. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and take a break and we will be right back with our final thoughts. <laughs> All right, and we're back. So for our final thoughts, let's just rapid fire the things that uh, we didn't get a chance to touch on in depth, but we still want to mention. Um, mine is that a piece of news is going around that there is a new variant of COVID out and it's easier to spread. And um, I think you guys should be a little bit careful out there. Hey, for that, wait till I come back from Puerto Rico, then we can talk about all that COVID shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure can. <laughs> I can't wait to touch on that. <laughs> Just be careful, wear your mask. Um, my mom called me the other day and she said we should be wearing threefold mask and uh, washing your hands. Hey, bro, I, I wear glasses too. I can't wear a threefold mask. My ears can't hold nothing. <laughs> like, it can't hold but so much back there. I can't. But realistically, um, I see a lot more people out there getting the COVID vaccination. Um, to each his own but just make sure you guys do your research if you're still <laughs> not sure about the vaccination to you each his own me? just me i ain't doing it that's all I- <laughs> <laughs> no i i would sign up to get it yeah just not right now i'm, I'm gonna wait a little bit i'm gonna let it warm up that's ain't gonna keep you down. i don't i don't like regular shots i'm good I, I, I haven't hey. got the flu shot, so let me just start hey. here. But hey, I got, I got, I got about ten more days. Ten more days. I'm thirty. I lived a good life. If I catch you that today, I'm good. I <laughs> hey. see y'all out there getting that vaccination. I see y'all. I respect what y'all doing. I understand. Thank you for broadcasting your life for those of us who have questions about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> I'm about to. I'm thirty in ten more days. If I catch it and I die, I lived a good life. 
Um, another thing that I've seen is that Trump's defense attorneys resigned because they had a disagreement with the legal strategy. Um, Trump, you going to jail. You going to hey. jail. That nigga. Nope. Jail. If they say he did, he did it. He did that shit. All that he shit he did. did. Everybody seen it January 6th. We was all there. We seen it. And I seen another piece of news saying that they had a meeting on January 5th about the shit that they was going to do on January 6th. So it was premeditated. Hey, mm-hmm. all you niggas that they got caught. And all you niggas that got caught trying to leave Washington and y'all couldn't get on them fly zones, they done found you in your neighborhood, the FBI done pulled up in your driveway and got you. Mm-hmm. Hey, this good good riddance. They calling y'all homegrown terrorists. They got all y'all pictures, all y'all niggas that want to be on Facebook Live in the in the uh Capitol building. They caught your ass, you're going to jail, you're getting locked up. We don't want to hear good about it. Riddance. Get out of here. <laughs> but it's um it, it, it's what has to happen. I can't wait to see what happens with Trump. Hopefully, he goes to jail. Um, that's all I have for that. Uh, anything else for your final thoughts? Uh, shout out R.I.P. Uh, Miss Cicely Tyson, a legend, an icon, who uh, a lot of us know as time grew on from being a part of damn near every Tyler Perry movie. But she is an icon and a great. She led the way for the revolutionary boom of black actresses in Hollywood. So shout out. Uh, she's missed greatly. Shout out to Cicely Tyson. We miss you. We love you. She, she was born in 1924. Just the things that she's she's seen in her lifetime. She just she she's been around for a while. She was there when black actresses couldn't get a shot to get her shot to Tyler Perry even saying you did this. I'm gonna pay you in my movie four times what you got back then just to make up for what you didn't get and what you deserve. So shout out to Tyler Perry and shout out Cicely Tyson. You're truly miss. You're truly an icon. Uh everything about her uh we just we just gonna miss she she's a staple she's a staple in our society and our culture so we're gonna miss Cicely Tyson uh shout out Larry King Larry King is like I know I talked a lot about Wendy earlier but Larry King and his interviews is iconic so especially when they start letting Larry King uh interview rappers and stuff we forget a moment for us for millennials Larry King did the Chris Brown bow tie uh, interview where he had on a little blue sweater with the blue bow tie after the Rihanna situation. Larry King is an icon for what he did on the mic. So shout out to him. RIP to since his Black History Month. Shout out to Hank Aaron, one of our first superstar athletes that we ever had. I know this was a couple weeks ago, but we don't usually get a chance to talk about this. So shout out to Hank Aaron. Uh, one of the first black baseball players to really get it popping. Like they, uh, they went to Coke and said, Hank Aaron played baseball in Atlanta. Coke, you in Atlanta. He deserve a sponsorship and endorsement and they gave it to him. So shout out to Hank Aaron. And last but not least, shout out, uh, John Chaney, the, uh, the fucking, uh, the, the coach at a uh, temple for many years, one of the black, one of the best black basketball head coaches that this uh, society, our generation has ever seen. Uh, one of his most infamous moments was when he wanted to kill John Calipari for <laughs> some shit that happened in the game. And he told John Calipari, he's a real nigga, straight up. He told John Calipari, I'll kick your ass. The next time I see you, I'm going to kick your ass and I'll kill you. Like, shout out to John Chaney. It's been a, it's, it, we lost, they taking some icons from us and it's not fair. But as we know, life happens. You know, we just had the one-year anniversary of Kobe's past. But, hey, everybody out here, tell your loved ones you love them. Uh, shit's crazy out here in these streets. But, you know, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. We're going to keep pushing. So, um, yeah, RIP to all the legends, everybody that paved the way for us to be where we are now and uh, remember what i said at the beginning of this episode about black history go ahead and learn yourself a fact uh yeah, go don't ahead. don't just do martin luther king and mm-hmm. george washington Carver. like it's a lot of black people who did a lot of great things that we don't first. get credit for a lot of firsts I'm surprised um, how it isn't so far back in the day. I read something that said that they put a lot of pictures of our icons in black and white as a way to um, make us think that it was done um, longer 
uh, way before the time that it actually was. So they wanted us to think that it was so far away or so far in the past, but it was actually fam. When you look at when you when you look at pictures of your parents and they in color, there's no way there's no pictures of Martin Luther King that was in color. Like that's all I'm trying to say. That's all I'm saying. So Black History Month, learn yourself something, share a fact, um, and try to figure out what those people wanted for the future and try to live in that in that in that vein. Exactly. Let's get some music. Share us up mm, a little bit. Let's get into you it. are now tuned in. You're now tuned in to WMEZ. This week our baby maker is from a white man. I'm sorry, but he, he got some slaps. My fault. I picked this, but he got for some slaps. Black History Month? I mean, he got slaps. It sounds good. My fault. Uh, this is Justin Nuzuka. So I don't really think he black. I don't really think he white, but his name Nuzuka. So he got some kind of minority in him. This is uh Summer Night 08 by Justin Nuzuka here on WMEZ. Actually active. How it rained on that day. I'll just be classic I'll just be classic That joint you just heard was Justin Nazuka. That was Summer Night 08. That has been added to your baby maker playlist. So if you follow that joint and you want to hear it again, be sure to go to your baby maker playlist on all your favorite DSPs. We got Title, Spotify, and Apple Music. And you can too get in tune on your little summer night because summer summer around soon. Summer coming soon. So I need a vert. So you can get popping here on WMEZ. Textually active. All right. Pull your memes out. It's time to get meme <laughs> Is that it? That's not a verb. Okay. Meme sounded weird. Yeah. It's time to get funny. Meme. It's I, fuck it. It's time to get <laughs> Pull your memes I, out. I respect it. I ain't mad at it. I respect it. All right, what you got, VZ? Hey, so since we talked about it, we touched on it a little bit. You explained it for a few people. I saw it, and I was confused. So my meme this week say, the next time everyone is about to make a lot of money super easy, could someone shoot me a text? Please, like, if y'all about to do this, somebody send me a text message so I can put some money into it, and I can get me a Tesla because I want a Tesla. Seriously, not y'all all just pulling up with the Tesla. I don't like that. I don't like yeah. that. Nigga, I bought a bottle at the, I bought a bottle at the at the brunch when we go back outside. Shit. The more of us to get money, the better it is, right? Ain't that how nice. Let's Most eat the rich. Things. Eat the rich. All right. Um <laughs> my, my meme. <laughs> I don't know about eat them, but okay. Eat them. Eat their ass. All right. Uh my meme is that's one. <laughs> Not eating ass here, Rez. I'm cool. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I said it. Whatever. Uh, I just have to get serious because my meme isn't in that area. It's not in that playful 
mind. But this is for everybody that's out there in a quarantine relationship. You know, love still exists. Don't let the timeline let you think that being a well. I don't want to go that route. Don't let the timeline let you think that people, everybody's single. Everybody ain't single. My meme goes, uh, some years back, my wife and I got into the habit of asking each other, do you want comfort or solutions when the other one was having a bad time? That one sentence can save us from an argument nine times out of 10. And boy, ain't that the truth. I think we can have an episode about this because I be, um, I don't want solutions a lot of the times. I want you to come into the argument saying, yeah, babe, you right. Fuck that bitch. And a lot of the times y'all know, y'all know he, he come with the solutions. He don't want to hear too much about what happened and why it happened. Unless you want to fix it. He don't want to talk too much about it. So I, I feel like that sentence right there can save a lot we of arguments. Need, we might need to table it because <laughs> I ain't coming to you unless I unless you got solutions. I don't need comfort. Oh, fuck, yeah, all this, fuck all this happy. Fuck all this happy to be here. Like no, I need to figure out what we need to do, what I'm about to do, how I'm gonna do it. Oh yeah, we need to hold that. Write that down in the notebook so we can get back to that. All right, we're going to come back to this. But thank you all for listening to another episode of Textually Active. We appreciate you guys, especially everybody who's watching on YouTube. Make sure you take a clip and share it to your social media to let us know that you're listening. Leave a comment, like, subscribe, and share this episode with a friend that needs a laugh. You know, it's a dark time right now. New strains of COVID. Uh, we still ain't get our $2,000 check. Black History Month is only 20 days. Like, come on. Like, we need a piece of joy. Beyonce can't do it all by herself. It's not a leap year. This is not no leap year. Like January, is this not like January? Like took some of the days from February because January is long as shit. January is always long, always long. It's not twenty nine days this year. You sure? Anyway, be on the lookout for what we got coming for y'all. We got some new shit. We got some new hot shit dropping. All right, bye. (laughs) Measy out. Corvette, Corvette. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Textually Active podcast. This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.